Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 137 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, got my co-host DC here with me today. What up, though? We got some topics that's gonna make me scream. Nah, man, it's gonna be a good episode today. I'm actually, I was actually really excited for this episode, um, because I feel like we're fortune tellers, you know, like, we talk a lot. We, we we gave some pretty good predictions last week. By the way, if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode, make sure you go back and do that, man. For our 2023 predictions, uh, I feel like me and DC got some really good ones in. And, you know, one of them kind of came true, I guess, um, in that Xbox has announced a developer direct on January 25th. And, you know, I, I don't want to toot our own horn around here, but, you know, me and DC, like we talked about last week, kind of felt that this had to happen early in the year for Microsoft, you know, we've, we've talked at length about, you know, how many studios they have, all these games they have prepared. And, you know, we're, we're finally going to get to see, uh, four of the, I guess, four of the main ones that everyone's been kind of wondering about, or, or at least two of them, uh, that being Elder Scrolls, Forza Motorsport, the, the, I guess we can call that eight and they're really not calling it that, but minecraft legends and of course redfall and, I, and i'm actually pretty excited for redfall myself um but before we get into specifics man like how you kind of feeling about this uh announcement man so you know it's january 25th at 3 p.m eastern our time are you excited man that we're finally getting a i guess you can call it like a nintendo direct style show you know no no hosts just straight games is what they said so how you how you feeling man the ambassador himself. <laughs> Hold on, let me join on these delicious hors d'oeuvres. Okay. <laughs> all right. First of all, I would be um, very disrespectful if I didn't introduce one of the staff members of Super Weapon Media. We have Veronica, my hors d'oeuvre lady. Oh yes. my God, I just realized what was behind you. Oh man, you got you guys will see this this on YouTube, man. This yeah. <laughs> He has a, we have a mascot. That's awesome. Lisa, you know, you know what I'm saying? But my order of Lady Veronica, she is now part of the staff. She gets paid and we pay people here and we treat them well and we treat them with respect. Fair wages. Anyway, <laughs> back to the important, the importe stuff. This prediction was a little too easy. I don't even want to take too much credit because it was a given, right? I feel like it was a given. Yeah, yeah. I but I did say I thought it was going to be like the first though, but it's still in this within this month. So, um, I'll take that win. But it was pretty much an easy prediction. But here we are. So, what I'm seeing here, oh, my computer just uh, went to the save lock mode. Let me pull up my notes. Rolling to the top, baby. Get up in here. All right, so we have a showcase coming up that's going to um, pretty much highlight Redfall, Minecraft Legends, Forza Motorsport, and Elder Scrolls Online, correct? That's what we have. That is correct. Oh, Mundo. I have feelings about this. Um, I'll try to go through it, and then, you know, we'll just shoot it back and forth. Redfall is definitely something it's out of all the games that they're showing it's going to be a new IP mm -hmm. and with this new IP hopefully we can get more eyes on the Series X and Game Pass 
Um, what I mean by that is this has to be a Game Pass Series X system moving game. We already know this. We've discussed this a thousand times on how Xbox is going to have to crank out titles that's going to make people want to purchase their Game Pass and their consoles, right? So with Redfall, that's definitely something that I'm pretty sure everyone is going to want to see. You know, so they're going to be there for that. We want to see now what they show. I don't know if they plan on showing like gameplay or whatever they plan on doing with it. I mean, gameplay is I always. Think, I think it's paramount. Um, I think you kind of have to with. Yeah, yeah, it's been out long enough. To you know, see. yeah, the, we've known about the game for a long time. Um, and I, I think we're going to get a mix of all of that with release dates. You, you, you know, those are those are my two. I think my two biggest non-negotiables when it comes to this like what i would view this show as a success is having gameplay trailers i mean we kind of got one last year with redfall and you know there was an article that was dropped by games radar where they talked to the studio heads and the one thing i always say like about arcane um and i think if you guys haven't uh, played Deathloop, you should definitely go back and play that that's on game pass right now and the combat i think alone is worth the price of admission for that game um they, their combat's always been kind of interesting to me and very unique in the way that they approach it. Um, I enjoy playing arcane games, you know. Um, I've played a good bit of them. I, I, I never played Dishonored 2, which is a shame, but, you know, hearing that this game's going to kind of be, like, open world, um, I'm, you know, because I originally thought this was going to be, like, a Left 4 Dead-style game, um, kind of, like, self-contained like that, but hearing that it's more open world, kind of looter-style, kind of Borderlands-y, um, they even mentioned like Far Cry in the interview that they kind of view this game along that vein, um, which is kind of appealing to me. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, man. This thing, this game definitely has to, I don't want to say has to be good, but it has to have an impact for the Xbox ecosystem. I agree with you that hundred percent. Yeah, it does. It really does. And now do I think it will have that impact? I keep flipping, like, I'm not going to lie. I keep sure. flipping back and forth, like, and I'm trying to take my personal feelings out of it. Like, if I want to play it, then I'm trying to think of a broader audience. Like, who would want to play this game? Who is this game demographic for? You know what I'm saying? So this is my personal take. I'm starting to come around to the game. I'm starting to come around. The more I see, mm-hmm. the more I'm starting to come around to it. And I just see it like a game that you play with your friends and have a good time. Hopefully, you know, it have the essential pieces there to become one of those games that will be talked about through 2023. Um, You know, have, like you said, they have good combat. So hopefully that rolls over to this uh, from their other games like Deathloop. Hopefully that good combat rolls over to this. And then hopefully, you know, we have a solid storyline, something to keep us, you know, keep our brains intrigued while we're jumping into that action. So, yeah, I'm definitely starting to lean toward the hype for Redfall. Um, I can't wait to see it in the presentation on the 25th. I can't wait to see what they show. Hopefully we get some mind blowing um, gameplay. To you know, kind of rile up and get the troops riled up, man. I'm, hey, Xbox over here, man. We, we I mean, get... I, and I really think like this, you know, and I've said it before, guys, and I'm gonna keep telling y'all, man, if you can afford 
to pay for a subscription like service for video games you know i'm not even just saying game pass even though i think game pass is the best out of the bunch i mean i'm subscribed to a few myself and i think it's worth the money because you know we've talked a lot about how game prices are going up how expensive it's going to be um and i think this year you know with the beginning of this i because i look at this like a new era of xbox you know now it might be a little early to say that but at least we're starting to get to the point where you know we said it once again we have to see these games and it feels like this is going to be the beginning of a really good year for xbox in that in that regard at least showing them you know i'm not just going to say like every game they're going to release is going to be good i'm not going to do that but you know i'm excited for it man and i and i, I agree with you i honestly if I had to guess, I think the show is going to kind of flow in the order that they announced the games that were going to be there, starting with Elder Scrolls. I mean, Elder Scrolls, like, you talk about a series and in, in, in a game, like an MMO that's just so, so popular. Like, a, there's there's many people that play it. I've heard nothing but good things about Elder Scrolls Online, and I wish I had more time because I really want to check it out. Um but they're and they're also having a event after the the developer directs specifically for Elder Scrolls Online, so that's cool. People are gonna get their Elder Scrolls fix. The one I really wanted to talk to you about was Forza, because this one is the turn ten. You know, we you know Horizon really has been, in my opinion, I think the better of the two when it comes to games being released, like Playground is, I think releases a better product than Term 10, like in terms of like a complete racing game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's supposed to be like a refresh of the series. Um, how are you kind of feeling about Forza? Like, cause I know you've been playing a lot of Need for Speed. We, we haven't really touched on your, your Need for Speed addiction, but as somebody who I feel like really does, you know, invest the time into playing like racing games like you do, man. Like, what do you, how are you kind of feeling about Forza? Are you excited for it? Like, you know, or is it just going to kind of be another, you know, flyby for you? Okay. So let me scroll down to my Forza notes here. Um, Since we didn't get a Forza, it's been a while since we had a, like, first of all, let's make sure that people who are listening know the difference if they don't already know. Because we uh, have yes, yeah. Horizon, which is the more arcadey, fun of mm-hmm. uh, uh, Forza game, racing game. Then there's Forza Motorsport. Forza Motor Motorsport is uh, the direct competition to like Gran Turismo for PlayStation. Yeah, meaning like it's more realistic, you know, heavy simulation. Yeah, heavy heavy simulated racing. So with that being said, and we didn't get this. I believe it's been two years since we had a uh, a motorsport. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh-huh. It's been a while since we had it. Um, so obviously the hype is there now. Because I think the only thing we got was Horizon last year. Uh, let me look and see when Forza Seven came out. But the thing is, man, as much as I love racing games, racing games are very niche. They have a very niche audience of people that they appeal to, like the real, real realistic simul like realistic simulated racing games right um, and as much as i love it like and with how the importance of this um the importance of this event right i kind of have mixed emotions on whether or not like this will be 
something that's going to catch everyone's eye. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Where does it fit in in the grand scheme of things? Because, or how much are they going to show? I mean, because well, let me let me ask you this: Do you feel like what you just said, right? Like that racing games kind of have like this real niche. I don't even want to say really niche, but a more niche audience when it comes to gaming. Do you feel like that is a result of just the times we're in? Because not a lot of people really talk about racing games anymore. Or I think like, do you think that that fast and furious phase is kind of gone? Because racing games were huge in the early 2000s. Uh, let's be clear, though. What kind of racing game? Even when the Fair. whole fast and furious wave of racers came through, it was more arcadey. The simulated racing games have, it's forever been like a niche type of game. Like you didn't, even back in the day when I used to play uh, Gran Turismo, like on PlayStation 1 and 2, yeah, like, okay. there wasn't like a big uproar for racing, like simulated racing games. Now they sold, don't get me wrong, they sold, they did numbers. But my question is like here, where does this fit in? Like, is like in this showcase, and they could have something up their sleeve. That's probably why they placed it here because it, it's been a while since we got a um, Forza Motorsport. So there is people who want to see it, but I think in the grand scheme of things, like this, this has this event has to hit hard, and I don't see where Forza, Forza Motorsport in like adds to the hitting hardness if you if you know what i'm saying like yeah sure sure there's sure. other games that i would rather them talk about um well maybe that maybe they had their stuff together like I'll, yeah i'll say this maybe maybe this is just to get these games out of the way give give us release dates for these right so you know redfall is rumored to come out in early may there's been a lot of chatter about that i i would imagine we'll get Minecraft even sooner than that. Um, I think, okay, you're good. You're good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really feel like Minecraft is going to come out. That'll give you like your, your February, March. Um, that that kind of time slot, you know, because I really, you know, a lot of people have already been playing Minecraft Legends. So I really feel like this game is probably going to come out early. I, I kind of want to check it out. I mean, Minecraft's always been kind of like weird for me personally. Um, I've never really taken the time it, to invest in to really understand the or really play the game. I mean, I've watched a lot of Minecraft YouTube stuff, but you know, I, I really think this game's gonna have a really decent audience just because of the brand name and people seem to like the beta. Um, so I think we'll get that. And I mean, Forza's Forza's the tough one. Like, I could see Forza being an April game. Um, because May May is a pretty tough one. You know, you you have a lot of games coming out in May. Uh, let's oh, May release date. Uh, for those of you guys listening to the audio version, DC had to step away for a phone call. So, not movie release date, video game release dates. Uh, he's dancing in the camera. For those of you who don't who <laughs> you're listening to the audio version, um. What was coming out in May, man? I March, April. I'm here. But yeah, so yeah. I'm, oh, Legend of Zelda. How could I forget? You got Legend of Zelda and you got Suicide Squad coming out in May. 
So I think it's best for them to get red fallout early in that month. I mean, that's really the only thing that kind of makes sense. April's a little full here. Um, you know, I'm still not a believer in Dead Island 2 coming out in uh, <laughs> on April 28th. I don't know about you guys, but I really feel like this game is just it's a it's it's a myth in my opinion. But yeah, I, I really feel like they're they're really just focusing on these games to you know finally give people this the games that they want to see. You know, once again, you know, they when they had that show last year in the middle of the, uh, the summer, they said all these games were coming out within the next 12 months. So, you know, maybe this will get us up to E3 or around E3. You know, I can see us getting a big blowout for, um, you know, what could be hitting for the fall and what, you know, fall and beyond. Like, give us a, a real big snapshot of your of your layout. I mean, once again, man, there's so many studios we haven't heard from in the xbox first party family i know bethesda is a huge one for them which is probably why they're focusing on a lot of these games i mean um you know bethesda has such a huge slate for them coming out and you know one thing of note that i'm going to talk to dc about when he gets back is a uh, starfield because we got a you know they said that the starfield wasn't going to be at this particular show but they're planning its own i, I kind of want to call it like a state of play type show um which could be very interesting um i'm actually not mad at that i hope we get it sometime around march i think that kind of makes sense you know you you let these games the news cycle on these games kind of breathe for a while you know the releases are going to start trickling out and as things kind of taper off then you 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 hit us with the starfield reveal give us like a, a 20 or 30 minute snapshot gameplay of the game like show us what what starfield what is starfield you know what is the game the moment to moment gameplay looks like you know just give us a full blast of that you know i think that i think starfield is going to be probably the biggest game one of the biggest games for the year whether people enjoy it or not um that's neither here nor there i just i really feel like starfield is going to be one of those games that really take off man and i'm excited for it As somebody who's not a bethesda huge bethesda fan you know missed a lot of games from their catalog but I, I kind of want to try it out, you know. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how that's going to work out. But yeah, Xbox has such a huge, huge, huge slate in front of them, man. They got a big challenge too, so I'm excited to see how they kind of adopt this format of show, not having developers or um, really just extended gameplay showcases. Like they, they said all the right things in my opinion in this press release. Um, you know, they, they're not going to get into a lot of the talking, so I can see the show being around like maybe 45 minutes to an hour at the longest that feels kind of long for four games um especially with elder scrolls really not getting that you know with elder scrolls getting its own post show event so i could see this series being around like a hot 45 i would actually prefer that honestly especially like i said with just extended gameplay showcases like they mentioned like just give me 45 minutes of gameplay and i'm cool um welcome back dc hey been talking yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I heard you, man. You were he did a good job holding it down, Chad. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> insert, insert insert clap here. Hey, clap. they talking about they're gonna call me back. I'm just not gonna answer. Like, <laughs> why do you keep calling me? Oh my god, just adulting, no. guys. Adulting. Yeah, like, oh yeah, um, I didn't check the warranty yet. Why the hell did you call me? That was the point of the original call. But anyway, um, where were we? We were talking about uh, Forza Motorsport and how I feel like yeah, uh, we should have bigger, more impactful games probably in the lineup. I'm not saying take it off, right? But I feel like 
maybe add another game or something because racing may like racing i could be wrong man but i know how the racing community is it's very it's a very low-key community like they don't you know just think about like yeah it's, it's real niche man and, and like i said like i would much rather if i'm xbox right and i'm looking at this year I would I would rather get these games out of the way. You know, these were these were the games we saw at the last showcase and they said these are coming out in the next 12 months. That was last June. Cool. Give me these, you know, and and of course we're going to talk about the elephant in the room with Starfield not being there. Um but for a good reason in my opinion. For I think a better reason. I I would rather it not be here for the reason they mentioned, but yes, give me give me the release dates for these, right? Put something on the map because that's true. You you we, can't you can't come from this show, right? What has been the biggest narrative? Xbox doesn't have any games. We don't know when all these games are coming out. You know, give us four release dates. You know, we're gonna get whatever for Elder Scrolls. I have no idea when Elder Scrolls gonna come. You know, MMOs are really hard to predict because they kind of move to the beat of their own drum. They're not really, you know, MMO people who play MMOs are so diehard for the games that they play. Like it really doesn't matter what it comes out on the same day as. Like in my opinion, um. You know, Forza, I could see Forza being an April an April game. You know, Forza, you know, April's not really huge, huge. Um, I mean, you got, you know, whether you're going to play it or not, I'm just mentioning it. You got Hogwarts Legacy coming out, and you also got Dead Island 2. I'm, I don't believe Dead Island 2 is a real game. I'm just going to keep saying it until it, it actually comes out. It's been like 10 years. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I think that would be a good time that then you could launch – uh, Redfall early May, kind of get it out before Legend of Zelda, Suicide Squad. Um, and, you know, Minecraft, I think that's honestly going to be the first thing that comes out. I can see that actually coming out like next month or early April. You, I mean, you can kind of already play the game now. So, you know, it's just really like the 1.0 release, I think, for this, um, which is cool to see. So, you know, get these out of the way. All right. You know, and a fun game honestly it, it surprised me i heard i've heard good things about minecraft legends i'm actually I, i'm waiting for the 1.0 to play it like i'm definitely going to download it when it does release mm -hmm. so that'd be cool like you know and this is a pretty good slate for you know for xbox not including any third-party releases that we haven't talked about just like this is like for their first party slate i think this is a pretty good first few months of the year because you're kind of hitting all parts of the of the gaming sphere here and you know hopefully i mean you know if they're smart man they're going to be promoting a hell out of game pass at these shows you know even if it's just like a little splash logo somewhere you know i'm pretty sure they are <laughs> but yeah you definitely um and once again this is like the joys of game pass right because i probably yeah. never would have thought about playing this game but i saw it and i was like yeah like that's what my game pass is for for everybody who asks me because they always ask me on twitter do you really use your game pass play death's door if you have Ooh. game pass it is it is amazing so i often scroll through my game pass right mm -hmm. and on a board night or whatever sometimes i scroll through and now that they have cloud it makes it really easy to try out games you probably never would have thought of playing before and sometimes you'd be like oh well this is a dud and then sometimes you're like, oh, this kind of fire. Damn, I slept on this. Right. So I still think it's worth my money right now. So this is for all the people who constantly asking me, the naysayers. Do you really even be using your game pass? <laughs> Not <Yeah>. the naysayers. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I get that often. I get that a lot, especially Reddit. Definitely, you know, people are just like, oh, I don't even know what's the point. Oh, do you? They don't have any games on the game. And that's and that's the beauty of it, though. Like, I really think that narrative is going to change this year. If 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 these games start coming out at a consistent clip, um, and just like BZ said, man, like he loves finding gems on Game Pass, even if he doesn't have the time to play them. And I think. Honestly, man, I, I really think this time of the year, this part of the year is really good for playing indies. Like, you guys should definitely check out indie games, like smaller projects or, you know, go through your backlog, man. But because, like, once these games start rolling and, you know, it's going to be a big year for games in general, not just Xbox, to be honest. So play what you can right now because the FOMO is going to be real for a lot of these games. But let's talk about Starfield, man. So they mentioned that Starfield's not going to be there. Um, that it's getting its own show, a uh, standalone show, which um, I think this is probably the smartest thing that they could have done when it comes to Starfield. Um, because no matter what, Starfield's going to dominate the conversation. When it's when we finally see gameplay of it, it's going to dominate the conversation. And this is their chance to really show off what this game is and leave a lot of the speculation to the side. You know, it didn't have the best showcase, in my opinion, last year, the trailer that they dropped, but hopefully the extra time was worth it, man, because this is the one game I feel like they got to get right this year. I don't know about, I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but, you know, and I would love to hear your thoughts like this, but I feel like this, they have to get this right. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, well, oh, I'm turning that into a sound, that sigh. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Well, 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 I mean, what can I say? Um, if you guys been watching the last couple of episodes, maybe yeah. last 20 episodes, I've been very verbal in saying that I don't think that, I don't think Starfall is going to be it. I just don't. Um, wow, no, he's a non-believer guy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wait, wait. Well, this see that's the point of showcases yep if it shows something if it shows some promise i will eat that stinking bird what is it eat the crow eat whatever crow. i hate that saying oh i hate it so much because who would eat a crow like ugh. Uh, but anyway, yeah i'm actually looking for because don't get me wrong now i want the game to win i just don't feel like from what i saw last showcase I don't feel like this game is pushing the needle. I don't feel like it's showing us what next gen is capable of, to be honest. Um, what I want to see, I mean, I think it would be cool if we just go down what we want to see. Like, what I want to see from this is more um, freaking more gameplay, obviously, but I want to see some stuff that's never been done before if they can i mean i know it's kind of hard to say something so no far. no i i like that i agree with that 100 percent. i was going to say something along those lines yeah show me something i i'm just having a loss for words here show me show me something show you know i would love to see like them show a progression on because for for the for the little that i've played of bethesda games i think they do an excellent job of really building the world and the systems that you know the rules that kind of govern the world everything from like the modding to the building your own base to just like exploring these fantastic worlds that they have designed i really want to see 
you know, we talked about this a lot. I think a studio that does that in spades is Rockstar. You know, yeah, it takes them almost a decade to release a game, but you can see their influence in a lot of other open world games throughout the years. But the same thing that we love about them is also, to me, what's holding them back. Because you get stuck in these safe bubbles to where... I agree uh, with that, sure. Where you have Fallout, you have Skyrim, now you have this mm-hmm. that all kind of has that same playing style, that same formula. Like, you're picking locks the same. You're like, there's just a lot of random things to read and like all this stuff like all these little things that make bethesda games bethesda games it's like that's cool okay you know that's cool but push the envelope further like i hope so i hope so yeah like like i was saying we needed something more like just 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 push the limits because honestly i know realistically like the thing is, man, m- money makes the world go round. I know that they're trying to hit certain checkpoints and stuff to get this game out and make it a hit and have it sell. You know, they got to get that return and investment and all that good stuff. I know, I know this, I know. And that's why sometimes it's like companies and stuff are scared to kind of take a, a chance. They, they want to stick sure. with that set, right? But I, I beg of you, man, and take your time. Like, I just want companies to start really thinking outside the box. We got to be, as consumers and gamers, we got to be more patient with these type of games, with just games in general. Because people, when they don't get what they want, when they want it, then they start complaining. And then the developers and the shareholders and all that stuff feel like they have to rush things out. So... It is going to take all of us as a community to kind of get the games that we want. So we got to be patient. And I, I just really hope that Starfield blows my mind. I want them to win. I really want this to be a good showcase. I want to come back on a future episode and say, hey, man, did y'all see that Starfield? I'm that shit for it. Amazing. So don't give me that 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 what y'all showed us the first time with the the generic shotgun and the lock picking was still the same. You in space still the frame, doing frame rate I, great either. You're still you're in space still doing Skyrim medieval lock picks. Like they're still using the same locks in space is what you're telling me. <laughs> no future <laughs> locks. <laughs> no cool like ret, ret, retina scan. Uh, let me hack in with this robot companion type stuff. Yeah, I get that. Freaking robot. Like, come on. Like, start thinking like that. But besides that, for better or for worse, I'm looking forward to it. Like, if yeah. it's a dumb fire, I want to talk about it. If it's going to be good, I want to talk about it. Bethesda, me and you have a long track record, man. I've played tons of your games. Um, I know your pedigree. And you guys finally upped your graphics. Y'all got rid of that, whatever the hell. The creation engine. They're using the the creation engine 2.0 now. It's very exciting. And that's another thing we have to take into consideration too, right? Because they're learning a new engine. They've been using their old one for so long. Like they they used it um, on. I I would be more worried about that if they didn't have Xbox behind them. I think I, I, I really hope they brought some of their engineers in and really kind of helped them with that. I hope that's what that was one of the benefits of them kind of being acquired by Microsoft, you know, not just monetary, but 
yeah yeah actually helping yeah the helping with efficiencies and, and, and all kind of there's so many smart people that work at microsoft guys but yeah man i i really i think we're gonna get this game sometime before e3 if i had to guess when would you want to see and yeah i guess it could be the last question before we move on to the next topic but when do you want to see Starfield this the showcase when would you love to see this particular showcase oh, Starfield, they didn't drop a date on it huh they have um, not they've not dropped a date yet man hit us with the um you know spread a little the butter a little bit but don't wait too late because i mean we are going to be in the second month of uh 2023 already so I, I i say um spread the butter hit it up um end of february maybe february 20th so about um, a month from now i could see that yeah about february february. march something like that yeah okay yeah, give us a little something, something, like I said, but I am so for companies taking their time, man. Like, I'm so pro, you know, just because, honestly, no one should be complaining about anything coming out whenever. Whenever If, if you see my backlog, look, I got games to play. I am in no rush. I was just going to say that because once, once these games start hitting, once February rolls over, that's when it really starts. I mean, it oh, kind of... are going to be in hell. It kind of starts with with dead space at the end of this month but february is when it really starts happening when games really start trickling out um so it's gonna be exciting man yeah we're definitely gonna be covering that um so keep on the lookout for any news or updates as far as like xbox man i'm I'm excited to see more of these games like i said more games is good so as we have one company that seems to be expanding we have another that's going in the wrong direction, unfortunately. And that's Ubisoft, man. Come to the front of the congregation, please. Speaking of someone who gets and plays it way too safe. <sighs> okay. This one's uh, kind of, this one's a little loaded. <laughs> it's a little loaded, man. And so for those of you guys, you know, you know, Ubisoft, they, they announced that Skull and Bones has been delayed again. It was supposed to come out March 9th. And it's been delayed again. And... I've been in such a bad, bad mood with with uh, Ubisoft over like the last couple of years. Personally, I just I'm really disappointed just where the company has turned it, what what it's turned into, man. Like, you know, and and you know, not only did they delay Skull and Bones, but they announced they also gave a financial update and basically said, you know. There were three games we were working on, and now they're gone. They're canceled. So they canceled three games, and the dodgeball game. They did. They were unannounced. It were unannounced games. They they some stuff that hasn't released. And their reason, you know, was quote, mega brands and long lasting titles can reach players across the across the globe, across platforms and business models. However, the games at Ubisoft is positioning to meet this criteria have not yet released and its recent games have not performed as well as expected that's your x defiant that is um what was the 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 rainbow six game quarantine um the 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 company is in shambles i I really (laughs) like just make a the company is in shambles and and skull and bone really kind of really hits hard for me because you know this was originally supposed to be a spinoff of assassin's creed 4 black flag it's been in development since 2013. I'll say that again, in case you guys didn't hear me. Development hell for t- for 10 years at this point. Mm. And it's just like, man, let me ask you: Are you gonna play Skull and Bones whenever it whenever it releases? Do you feel like this game is going to be good at all? 
<laughs> nah, I'm not playing that. <laughs> I got things to do with my life. I'm not playing that. I love you. I love you, uh, Ubisoft, but no, I'm not playing that. Um, my hype for those type of games is just—I don't know. After what they presented to us earlier, as far as like, you know, you're docking and you don't leave, like leave the boat and just little things like that. I kind of tuned you, that. You are the boat. You're you're one with the boat. You're like Davy Jones. I am one piece. You know, you're like uh, what, uh, Davy Jones from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. You can only step on land once every ten years. Get it? Because it's been in development for ten. Oh, hey, he worked hard <laughs> on that. Y'all better clap it up. Yeah, come on. I dug for that, guys. I dug real deep for that oh. one. Come on, that joke has layers, man. Come on. Oh man. But anywho, yeah, man. I just I'm I'm just so disappointed. And you know, there's there's been rumors that Ubisoft is doing this to you know, they they there's 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 rumors that they want to be acquired by someone in the industry. And you know, I kinda wanted to ask you, like, you know, if that was the case, let's say they're just having this fire sale with anything that isn't Assassin's Creed and Mario and Rabbids at this point. What company would you want to see if it, if it does happen? What company would you want to see Ubisoft be acquired by? Because I don't want to really say Xbox because Xbox is already enough to deal with. And I'm not even talking about financially wise, but they have enough to deal with. Like when it, when it comes to the controversy that's been in Activision Blizzard, you know, there's been similar like sexual, you know, conduct and boys club type stuff allegations from Ubisoft last year. I don't want Xbox to kind of be seen as the the company that comes in to fix everybody to try to fix people. You know, I just don't, from a brand perspective, I don't even, I don't really like to fit myself, but you know, where, where, who would you want to see like scoop these guys up, man? Cause it just seems like Ubisoft's just making, they're making crazy decisions right now. Uh, well, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't, I think even if a company was to pick them up, that's a low to bear. Like, um, if Sony, if Sony or or Xbox or Nintendo or whoever, wherever they land their hat, is going to be a big mess for them to kind of straighten out. Because I feel like Ubisoft is just kind of like they're another company once again that is suffering from a lack of originality mm-hmm. sort of thing. it's kind of like they do things a certain way and then they tend to just stay in that bubble and that's hurting them because you know assassin's creed which is one of their like flagship games uh is kind of almost like a wash rinse and repeat like you got these games you're making these games ultra long you're packing them with like a billion like fetch quests and it's like quantity over quality like a lot of these games could have been really good if they would have just brought them down a a tad bit and actually work on also different ips because they were so stuck on assassin's creed for so long because assassin's creed was the money maker like they were dropping they were were releasing like one game a year for like 10 years or something like that I'm not a motto, even when it comes to Call of Duty or whatever. I'm not a fan of a game dropping every year. Yeah. 
because that's development hell. You are nonstop crunch. Like, as soon as a game drops, you're not resting. They don't get to rest. They got to work on the next game. So when Assassin's Creed drops, there's no break or nothing. It's just like, hey, like they're sometimes they're working on two games at a time. When they're on the end cycle of creating one Assassin's Creed, they're they're vamping up and getting ready to start the next year's one. So um, that franchise has suffered major uh, franchise fatigue. They're not doing nothing really innovative with it. And so there's that, right? And even with like Skull and Bones, you just really taking uh, recycled assets from another Assassin's Creed game to essentially just make Assassin's Creed on uh, Assassin's Creed Bolt Edition. That's what uh, I like to call imagine. It. Imagine if this game would have came out when you had the hype of Sea of Thieves. You know, when Sea of Thieves was really kind of because I remember at one point people were talking about this game and Sea of Thieves specifically because you know th there's really not a pirate like I mean you got you got Sea of Thieves but really yeah there's really not a pirate game where you could really go and be and you know be a pirate you know and and it's just such a simple concept and I think that's the problem with Ubisoft is that you had you know they 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 were chasing the BRs for a long time with the one that was integrated with Twitch then you had X Defiant. Um, and then there was another one, Ghost Recon Frontline, that got canceled last year. Um, same kind of playing style, everything. Mm -hmm. All the same open world type. <laughs> and, it, it, and it's just crazy. Like, you, you move from that to saying, okay, well, we want to essentially make long-lasting titles. That's, you know, to me, that's live service games is what that essentially means. Yeah, that's a buzzword. Yep, exactly. That's buzzword. It's, they don't it's live service. And... You know they're they're turning Assassin's Creed into that. Uh, was it Assassin's Creed Mirage that's supposed to come out this year? It's supposed to be some sort of, you know, kind of how they talk. Once again, live service has really become the thing in the industry. How they've talked about Halo Infinite, that you know we want this to be a platform. You know they look at Assassin's Creed like it could be a platform. Which, if it was if it was done right or for you know if it the structure of the of the the live service was built right. I would be all for an Assassin's Creed series like that. You know, imagine, okay, you know, every DLC, you're in a different time period playing a different character with a different story. Like, that would be interesting to me. Or you could explore that you could play multiplayer. I mean, uh, there were a few Assassin's Creed games that had some multiplayer. That was, And it was actually pretty fun for the most part. I mean, it wasn't great. It didn't work super well. But, you know, they you had that experience there, and I just... I just I don't really know where Ubisoft goes from here, honestly. Like they they've moved so far away from Splinter Cell and the story-based Rainbow Six games. As much as I love Siege, I miss the single-player, story-driven, you know, hyper-realistic Rainbow Six Siege games. I do. I I really do miss that genre. Um, and I I feel like they've kind of just you know. Ubisoft leadership has kind of just gutted the company, in my opinion. You know, I don't want to be mean about it, but I feel like they've just gutted the spirit of Ubisoft at this point. No, it, it, it's like, it's, it, it's real conversation. Like, I don't think any of this, you know, comes across as being like malicious or ill intent. It's just from our gamer perspective and what we see. And, you know, we were both big fans at one time of this um, studio. It wasn't oh, like major fans of the studio. And, you know, once again, I just think that they're in their own way. It's just like, yeah, 
you know, we need to see something different. And I can't say like that they didn't try because they did try to do some different things like with the uh, rabbits and then, you know, even Mario, the- Mario rabbits is incredibly successful for them, which is, it's just, like I said, it's either that or it's, uh, or it's the side. It's, it's three, it's really three series for them. Siege, Assassin's Creed and Mario and rabbits right now, in my opinion, they're like the biggest game that Ubisoft makes and publishes. Yeah, even though the game wasn't for me, I respect the fact that they, I really, I'm always going to champion them, you know, trying something, you know, so they jumped in that lane and it's looks totally different from what a Ubisoft game looked like, right? It's sure. something totally different, you know, everything looks different. And then I even, you know, I read up like they were working like on this dodgeball game, which I thought was cool. I was like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Let's try something different here, you know, because you had... Like maybe they'll put their own twist on it. Maybe it'll be a little more serious of a dodgeball game because we did have um, Knockout City. Um, yeah, last summer was that? Was that last summer? He had a good run yeah. for me. Like I don't know if people still playing it or not, but I know it had a good run for at least three months. So I don't know when they say they're they're canceling games, and I wonder if that was one of them. But they did. They did have a few. Um, I mean, I'm just scrolling through my notes. They did have some games where it looked like they were going to try to reach outside of their norm. And so hopefully, uh, you know, that they still can stick with that. And hopefully these games that is out of the norm becomes somewhat of a success for them. But right now, I think what's going on in the industry as a whole is, is just like right now, everyone's trying to find a way to make the most money they can. Yeah. And either it's having a adverse effect, like it's having either a good or a bad effect. Like some people, like some of these games don't need to be live service. Like no, no. Like a lot of these games, you're just like, you're like, dog, why is this? Like, what is going on? Why do we have like seasons? Like, you know, why is it a season pass in this game? Honestly, like, what are we doing here? I think, <laughs> I think one game that one, well, not game, one company that, took a pivot that Ubisoft could learn from is EA. You know, they were heavy, you know, middle of last generation. Oh, yeah, they were the laughing, like, boy, they were. Yeah, they were were heavy into the live service stuff, man. That's really what I think tanked Anthem. Um, (laughs) I think that tanked that game pretty hard. I think it tanked a lot of the the titles that they, but EA really seems like they're really finding their feet again and really getting back to their roots. Um, I think Ubisoft needs to take a similar turn or it could be a situation where, you know, they're either going to be acquired or maybe they'll start, you know, who knows, right? It could happen, right? They could start selling off publishing rights to certain games or the rights to make certain games. Like, Mm -hmm. hell, I would even love to see that, you know, give someone else, give another studio the right, give Respawn the right to make a Splinter Cell game or something, you know, like that would be amazing. Exactly. Exactly, boy. Because I think a splitter, a very well thought out Splinter Cell game, would definitely mm-hmm. back in the good graces of the people. Right now, I just feel like. Also, I feel like with the success of the new Avatar that came out, like what happened to this Avatar game y'all was working on, like since two thousand seven? It got delayed last year. Um, I think to this year. Uh, let me see. I think it's Avatar: Mist of Pandora. Or something. Avatar. This avatar, yes, yeah, uh, Mist of Pandora, I think. 
Frontiers or something like that. Yeah, Frontiers, you're right. Yeah. Uh yeah, it got pushed back to this year, allegedly. So we'll see if it even comes out this year. So yeah. <laughs> I think with the success of that game, like if you make a really good avatar game like there's people there for that like that would that could be a good game series like true but if you give us that same formula like if i open it up and it's the same like hud and udi screens the interface screens like you know how ubisoft do it with their they have that same feel like bro i don't want this anymore yeah and then i mean and they're allegedly making i think i saw rumors about a star wars game that they're supposed to be working on um Star Wars game. Don't just don't don't put the Ubisoft formula on top of it, please. Just don't. No, it doesn't have to be big for nothing. We don't need forty five thousand six hundred eighty two Jabba the Hutt side quests. We don't. <laughs> like kind of just compact it, make it yeah. real good, and just man, it's like like my son, the, the same thing I said with Starfield. Like okay, we got all these planets, but don't nobody want no dusty ass planet that you just go to, right? Like we want more interactive things going on not just don't give us just big open spaces with nothing on and star wars print money like you literally cannot screw this up well they could but (laughs) but i mean well they're gonna get hey they're gonna get torn in half star wars community don't play no no they don't man but that is to say man like i I really i hope ubisoft figures it out i really do man i mean you know, you got Division Heartland coming out sometime this year. That's supposed to be like multi- multiplayer. You know, once again, another live service game. If 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 a game series, I think would do good with that. It would be the Division. Um, I think the formula is there for something like that. I miss. Uh, I do too, man. I was just about to say that I miss playing Division too. Um, I actually almost almost bought it on uh, PC the other day, to be honest. But it's it's there's still time. I think there's still time for them to really write the shit, man. Treat your treat your coworkers fairly, man. And you know, I'm I hope all that stuff doesn't, you know, all that controversy from last year doesn't get swept under the rug. Um, I do want to mention that again. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's hopefully we'll see a turn. Uh, but e- even if we don't, there's so many games coming out this year that you know I, I I'm not gonna miss an Assassin's Creed or another Ghost Recon. I think they should just retire Ghost Recon at this point. I'm so tired of it. They just they don't know what to, they don't know what to do with Ghost Recon. Man, they just once again. I think it competes too much with Siege. Honestly, that's my opinion. But I feel like they just take skins from their game, their own games. They take assets from their own games and just kind of recycle it around. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what Ghost Recon Wildland? Nothing but open space, ride through the jungle from point to point. It was just bad, man. It's just like it's so just cool story but they just it, the gameplay just it's it's been stale for a long time and it's just like it's another wow it's another like ubisoft game like you have that feeling when you're playing the game you're just like oh yeah another ubisoft game another cool. 40 50 hour time sink of collecting collectibles and clearing the map i mean let's be clear now i'm just gonna say it you know who to blame for this right let me say it. who's that Grand Theft Auto the, killed the monetization game, and everyone's been chasing that oh. damn white rabbit ever since. They this ten year game that just keeps generating money. You could really say that that might actually be true. Like 
2014, 2015, when they really figured it out. Yeah, I could see that. We've been chasing that white rabbit ever since. Everyone wants the GTA formula. Like, this game is still generating money. Boy, they had a download the other day. I was laughing. I was like, what is going on? They're still pushing content to this game. They're going to... They're going to push content up until probably the week before GTA 6 comes out. And boy, GTA 6 online is going to be such a thing. I'm going to be there for it. I ain't even going to lie to you. I'm going to be there for it. With all those assets, (laughs) after they done made money for what? Damn near 10 years? Boy, GTA Online 6 online is going to have its own rollout, everything. It's going to be. So, with that being said, man, like, I'm gonna have a really close eye on Ubisoft over here and see what this year brings them. Hopefully, you know, they can turn it around. And um, to be honest with you, not looking forward to uh, Skull and Bones. They can keep that. I'm good. You don't want to be a boat? I don't want to be a boat. I don't want people riding me around the seas. I, I'm okay. Then somebody sink my battleship. No, I'm a sinking boat and I can't swim. So okay. I'm okay. So stupid, man. Anywho, um, yeah, man. We'll see what happens this year, man. It's definitely gonna, like I said, guys. It's gonna be a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff coming up this year. A lot of games releasing. Um, starting. We're we're definitely gonna be doing a deep dive on Dead Space when it hits. Um, at the end of the month. Um, until then, man. We're just gonna keep on trucking, man. Uh, special shout out to everybody in stream and in chat. Oh, excuse me. Uh, just had a hiccup. Thank you guys for uh, stopping out today, man. Um, and to our audio listeners, once again, thank you guys for listening today to episode 137. Another great episode, man, as always. Very excited for this year, man. I, I really am glad we took the time to kind of breathe because I feel so refreshed doing these episodes now. Um, and it's just, you know, there's there's new there's new life, new breath in here. We're smelling new air. Um, but <laughs> that's going to be it in the podcast, man. You guys can find me everywhere. Darius the Artist, where E is a three. And DC, you go ahead and take us home, baby. Well, I'm going to take you guys on downtown. Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we just want to give a special shout out to everyone who joined us today and listened to us rant about Ubisoft and everything else that's going to go on in the next month. You guys are the greatest. And I don't really have that much to say. It's been a very... Long week for me, ended off with a two flat tires and all that stuff. About to go pick up my car. And I just hope that you guys have an amazing weekend. And I am setting up a schedule to where we're going to have a flowing promotion, as I like to call it. We're going to also follow them socials. Yeah, I'm actually going to create something on Fanbase, a couple of new social sites to see what they're about man we just we we trying to stay ahead of the curve over here got things coming down the pipelines that's all i got to really say i ain't got too much to say man you can go ahead and wrap it up baby all right guys we will check you guys later man if you guys are in chat hang around we're gonna play some video games see ya peace